0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Jesus had washed the disciples' feet, he said to them Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of you all, I know whom I have chosen. It is that the scripture may be fulfilled He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I tell you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am He. Truly, Truly I say to you, he who receives anyone whom I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. So what we see in the first reading for today from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, it's almost the moment... Uh, It's one of the moments I enjoy in the Acts of the Apostles. It's almost like Paul has been waiting behind the gates of the starting line of like a race, you know what I mean? And like this is the point now where he's basically just let loose by the church and he goes preaching and he just is this kind of whirlwind of fire and zeal drawing so many souls to Christ. But it's very beautiful is that to this point, even though he has had his revelation from Christ himself directly, he still does not presume to go preaching. He waits to be sent. He waits to be sent. And so he has been in Antioch, and he seems to have been under a type of like tutelage or care of St. Barnabas. And so it is at this point that we read yesterday where he, they are set aside then for the work that the Lord has intended for them, a work that Paul already knew in his heart, but he was waiting to be sent. And so it is that important detail, which is that we need to be sent. We need to be sent by Christ. And what that requires first is an intimacy with Christ, to be intimate with him, to know him deeply, to love him truly, so that when we are sent, we are then effective ministry, ministers and, um, and apostles and disciples of the Lord. And so Paul is showing this by his own example. He waits to be sent. And as soon as he is sent, immediately they set off. They're on their way now, uh, heading towards Cyprus, and on their way they stop in Antioch of Pisidia, and there they sit down in the synagogue, and when asked to teach, Paul stands up, and he simply gives salvation history. He preaches salvation history, knowing that souls are made to receive this good news. When I was praying with this last night, I couldn't help think of a story that a friend of mine told me. She had been a missionary in mainland China for a long time, and she had gone there as, a, as an English teacher, um, but then also to try and spread the gospel in whatever way she could. But there were always kind of very strict rules that governed what they could and could not say to the children. And so at one point she got into trouble because she had been speaking about Jesus Christ. And so what they said was that you can only tell, ask, speak about Christ if the children ask you directly. So she said, okay. So she put a crucifix on the wall. <laughs> And then when the children would say, who's that? She'd say, well, now that you ask. <laughs> and then she would tell them all about Jesus, right? She'd tell them all about the Lord. But what was very beautiful was one story was she was talking to this, uh, this young boy who asked her who that was. And she very simply just went through salvation history. And at the end of it, he was crying. And he said, I knew it. I knew it. Now, he didn't have the words to express what he knew. But from his very center... He knew that there was a God who loved him to such an extent. And so his response was immediate. I knew it. I knew that that was true. That interior conviction that he had had throughout his life about this thing that he might not have been able to describe. But as soon as he heard of Christ, it was an answer to one of the deepest questions of his soul. And so it is this beautiful example as well, seen through St. Paul, seen through this friend of mine as well, of someone who is deeply in love with Christ, who then will go to great extents to spread the gospel and then the fruitfulness of that ministry. But it is first that intimacy that we are called to. And so what we see in the gospel for today is that the context of this gospel is in the upper room. The Lord has given to his disciples his body, his blood, his flesh, He has also ordained them priests to continue on this work, this mystery. And they have received him. And in this context, then he has also washed their feet. He has been their servant. And he is calling them to do likewise. And it is from this intimacy of having received him and being close to him, it is from this that he will send them. And so we have, if you, if you read yesterday in the Office of Readings, a very beautiful uh, writings from St. Hilary of Poitiers, where he has a treatise on union with God. But it's specifically on union with God through the Incarnation and more specifically through the Eucharist. Through the Eucharist. He says the great mystery of the Eucharist, this is to paraphrase what he's saying, the great mystery of the Eucharist, he says, is that the Lord must abide in us but in order to abide in us and us in him, that is most truly accomplished when we receive the Lord in Holy Communion. That's when the Lord abides in us. And he says this is a tremendous mystery because just as the Lord who comes from the Father and is one nature with him, they share a nature, so also he is in us by a shared nature. We receive his body, his blood, his soul. We receive truly the flesh of Christ when we receive him in Holy Communion. And it is because of this abiding in Him and His abiding in the Father that we are brought into such an intimate union with the Trinity. And so it is from these moments of Holy Communion and of adoration of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament where we are so close to Him, but most especially when we receive Him, when He is in us and we are in Him and the Father is in Him and therefore in us. It is from this intimacy that then we are sent, right? Sent not simply to go away, but to draw others towards. And so the Lord says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives anyone whom I send receives me. We must be sent. But in order to be sent, we must truly know the Lord and have a life of intimacy with him. Amen.